Hey everybody, welcome to Multi Malta, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is EJ Swanson, and I'm joined here by a couple of my great friends, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Joe Crabb. Hey there. And Miss Kim Schuler. Hello. And we're going to just take a little bit of time on our very first podcast episode mm-hmm. and um, share with you a little bit about ourselves, the ministry, the local church and a multi-site ministry that we're a part of, as well as our positions, um, our hopes, our dreams um, for this podcast, and our favorite moment in student ministry Mm, today. We hope that you enjoy our time um, together, and um, we look forward to spending a whole bunch of time with you guys over the next um, few months, years, and um, wherever God takes us. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, this is it, guys. Let's do this. I'm excited. Amen. Yeah. Well, hey, um, a little bit um, right off the bat, uh, Joe, will you start off? Tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody who's listening to the podcast can get to know you. Yeah, my name is Joe Crabb. I'm a student pastor here at Woodside, um, but I uh, married to my wife, Robin, for five years. Uh, next week, I actually celebrate our fifth anniversary. Uh, our home is, is, is filled with uh, a cute little cat named D.W., <laughs> um, and of course, our daughter Virginia, who was born at the end of February, uh, she is a delight and a joy. Uh, I didn't know I could love this much. Amen. So yeah, it is it. Yeah. So that's a quick glimpse of me personally. I know we'll talk about it professionally there. It's hard hard for me not to want to, but yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a little bit of me personally. We always so. joke in the office that Joe is a true medium. He's uh, uh, he's. <laughs> He's built a dashing young lad. A slender we man. Him. We love him. I wish I was the true medium too, but uh, unfortunately I'm not. And uh, that, that's okay. Hey, you're in great shape. The and, beauty of podcasts, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, one day maybe you'll see a picture yeah. of him. Um, Joe, you're on social media, a whole bunch of different places. What are yep. your um, What are your Instagram, Twitter handles, that type of thing? Yeah, so uh, you can find me at Joseph Crab on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my platforms are odd and very multifaceted. I say uh, my, my focus is ministry and just being weird on Twitter uh, and enjoying that. And on Instagram, I think I, I show off that true medium. Amen. <laughs> yeah. He models. Amen. His wife's in, Insta famous and, yep. um, yeah. and she deserves every um, part of it. Robin is, um, yeah. is absolutely stunning and um, beyond her look, she's, she loves the Lord so much. It's mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, she makes me a better man in every way, from Amen. loving Jesus and dressing like I'm not a schlub. So, Amen. yeah, that's Amen. it. Yeah. Well, and then over to um, my right here is um, Kim Schuler, yes. And um, Kim, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. I um, have been married almost for four years to a guy named Maxwell Schuler. Uh, he works at Chick-fil-A. Ooh, Get me go. some chicken nuggets and Ooh, Polynesian sauce. Uh, we live in Shelby Township, Michigan, and we have a dog, a chocolate lab named Charlie, and she is not the love of my life, but I do enjoy her. Um, I was going to say She makes my uh, sunshine come out in the cloud. Oh, that's good. Okay. So there you go. I was going to say, this is the first time, uh, I always give a hard time about this, when we are talking to parents or anything like that, she tends to introduce Charlie. Before she introduces Max. That's awesome. Never. But I have noticed never. that since he's been working at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> she noticed, she introduces Max before she introduces that's, Charlie. So That's good. She, You know what? She she clearly has a system and it's working well for her. So. No, I, I love my husband dearly. As we all so, do, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
Well, um, you know, one of my uh, gr- greatest joys is my family, and um, mm-hmm. I'm married. I have a beautiful wife named Abby. We've been married 10 years this year. Wow. Uh, huge milestone. Wow. Yeah, I snagged her early. When I found her, I ran with it. There you <laughs> go. And, um, and we have two um, uh, great little kids, uh, Ruth and Gideon, and we're learning yes. so much right now, and I'm thankful for, for them in our lives and just what God is doing for that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely awesome. And the kids are great. They're amen. adorable. And, yeah. Amen. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, one of um, the neatest things um, in each of our lives outside of our families is um, not only the roles that we've been called to, but the local church here. Mm-hmm. And um, we're all part of a church here in Metro Detroit called Woodside Bible. Yes. And we have um, 14 <clears throat> campuses and a pilot campus right now. Yep. And um, one of the unique things about Woodside being a multi-site church is um, how all of our campuses are so different. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have uh, campuses as um, small as about 50 and yep. as large as 5,500. So we yep. see the gamut in that. And then we have all different types of churches. Um, We've got urban, um, suburban, uh, rural, yeah. uh, everything. I mean, somewhere, even we talk about like they're just the, the, the people who make up that local church. Um, it's some are heavy young families. Uh, some are just almost almost like a little bit larger house churches yeah. in yeah. some ways. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's it's neat and it presents. Uh, uh, it's awesome to be a part of because it gives us that that whole I don't know, a wider view of what the church really is. Um, mm-hmm. Because we know that those who are listening to this, they come from churches all shapes and sizes as well, from those meeting in, in houses to those meeting in schools uh, to large buildings and everything in between. Um, and it provides such a rich history with all those churches. We have mm-hmm. from mergers to plants yeah. and yeah. So portable too. Portable. Yeah. yeah. So it does, it allows us, when we talk about multi-site ministry and, and, and we're focused on multi-site student ministry, really one of the challenges that we've had and we've, the joys that we've had in figuring out throughout the years is how do you contextualize that for all sorts of shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and socioeconomic and just, uh, areas, like I said, rural to urban, um, and everything in between. So if from the people uh, to the staff and so on. So yeah, it is. You're right. It is the whole gamut. Yeah. And don't forget uh, the internet campus. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's out there too. Yep, if you that have is one okay. of those, this is the time to, uh, to make a comment out there. Um, some internet campuses are great. Ours is yeah. um, growing right now. And uh, I think as a church, we're figuring that out. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Wood, Woodside's a, um, a non-denominational church yes, with um, Baptist mm-hmm. roots, um, long, steep history. And we started um, going multi-site now. How many years has it been, you guys? I know the answer. Do you know? It's um, like, we should do a trivia time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, 2005. Right. Actually, 2005, 2006. So it was crazy because we had been in a building for uh, the longest of time, mm-hmm. like just a few miles down the road from, from here. Yeah. And 2005, we moved into our the current building that Woodside Bible Church Troy is at. Mm-hmm. And then within the first year, we we launched another campus. Actually, we yeah. merged right. with another yep. campus. That was not on the radar right. back then. Um, and since then, you, you said we have 14 campuses, almost a 15th. It's been a campus a year, if not, you know, on average. Right. On some years, you know, there hasn't been one. and other years, there's been multiple. So, yeah, so 14 years. And again, very unique in the way that we've approached uh, becoming multi-site. Yeah. Amen. 
Yeah. Well, you know, one of um, my privileges working alongside of Joe and Kim is the uniqueness in their roles, but also um, the roles that many of you in multi-site churches may uh, understand or know. So I want you guys um, to get to know a little bit of um, the practitioners, um, those who are in the yeah. trenches with you that hopefully mm. through this podcast, you'll have an opportunity to learn from, ask questions of, and even um, go back and forth on. Because one of the things um, that we love here at Woodside is um, not only being a resource to other churches, mm -hmm. but also learning from other churches. Yes. Yes. And um, that is, that's a huge part of our, our um, passion in starting mm -hmm. this podcast is not only to give what we have been so gratefully mm -hmm. um, blessed with, but yeah. also um, receive from other people. Maybe just yeah. be a catalyst because there's not a ton of talk out there about multi-site um, student ministry. Yeah. And yeah. um, we want to do that. So, um, Kim, yes. your role here at yeah. um, Woodside is on our central ministries team. Mm -hmm. Will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So just over the past uh, year, we've started talking about the central team here at Woodside as a whole. And over the past uh, couple months, we, as Joe and I have sat down, um, talked through what that would look like on a student level and who would fit that position. And, <clears throat> excuse me, between Joe and I, um, went back and forth and... I would often say Joe's very much a visionary mm. um, and I'm more of yeah, like an implementer. And so him and I together, we work very well together. And yes. um, through that, just kind of came down to um, myself stepping into that student role and Joe mm -hmm. still being very much a part of the Troy campus student ministry. And he'll share more about that here soon. But uh, so I stepped into this role, new role here at Woodside and um, learning a lot and taking on a lot. but overseeing and partnering and serving all the campuses here at Woodside and their student ministry. So coming along, not only the student directors and pastors, but also the campus pastors as well to best serve them how to further ministry in their context, in their community. Yeah, yeah and I, I think a big part of that, um, Kim, within your role is um, the not only alignment, mm -hmm. um, but also the uniqueness <clears throat> of all of our campuses and yes. walking with each of those student directors and student pastors. Yeah. Um, hundreds upon hundreds of um, small group leaders mm -hmm. and um, thousands of parents yeah. that um, you get an opportunity to, to connect with um, throughout the weeks and yeah. um, months, uh, planning some of those big events and yep. um, you know working with our, our student team to, to pull that off. It's it's so neat. And I, yeah. I can just say um, from Joe and I's perspective, um, we we're so blessed that you're a part of that. Yeah. And um, you. you know as uh, the three of us were talking about this, one of the biggest things that um, each of us are passionate about is not only um, men's serving in, in ministry, but women mm. serving in student ministry yes. and um, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Woodside is doing a phenomenal job of mm -hmm. elevating um, women into roles um, where they can serve as substantial servants in the body of, of Christ. And Kim, mm -hmm. um, it, you are just a phenomenal example of that. If you're a, a young lady or um, you're a woman serving, um, listening to this podcast, man, I, um, I would so much so tell you to um, connect with Kim, yeah. um, go in the I trenches and, um, and be a part of that. Um, it's, it's really neat. And Joe, um, you have a, a great role here too. Yeah. Um, at Woodside, <laughs> your role is um, the lead student pastor at our Troy campus, yeah. which um, God has uh, blessed. It's our largest campus here. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about your role. Yeah, no, thank you. And Kim shared a little bit of that history. And I, I think that's always probably my forte is like, because I've been here for so long. Yeah, speaking of history, both of you guys grew up at this church. Yes. yes. Which is <laughs> yeah. wild to me. Yeah. You know, I've been here for um, just about, 
uh, five years yeah. now, I think, mm -hmm. and um, kind of was the latecomer to the game. Yeah. But you guys have grown up here, which makes it really unique now it being does. in leadership roles yeah. um, on executive teams and things like that here at yeah. our, our church. That's it's awesome. It's a privilege. Yeah. Yes, it's it humbling. is. Yes, it's very much so. I, I had an opportunity to preach a couple of weeks ago in our main service, uh, and I made that joke that, you know, I grew up here. Many of you yelled at me as a child. <laughs> right, right. And as an adult. And so <laughs> I'm sure a whole bunch of you guys know that. You're like, oh, yeah, they still think of me as little so and so. You're like, please yeah. forget that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's always been one of the things I've been humbled by in regard to our senior leader, Pastor Doug. Uh, is that he? You know, he he's never seen it as that. He doesn't see us right. as kids anymore. You know, mm -hmm. he uh, he's given us opportunity to grow, and he's trusted us for that leadership and uh, as Woodside as a whole. And so, you know, Kim talked a little bit about that history where our model. We know there's many models of multi-site ministry, and our model for the longest time was uh, your main campus or your largest campus. The staff on that campus uh, is the staff that's responsible for resourcing and equipping all the other campuses, as well as, you know, running ministry day in and day out at that particular campus. And so, you know, that's how we have ran. That's how uh, I started off as an intern. Um, I interned for, I was a small group leader for three years. I interned for three years. And then I just finished up my eighth year on staff, um, formerly on staff uh, within student ministries. Wow. And this is the first time in that 14 years in which I get to be you know, singularly focused on just yeah. leading in that particular area. You know, I have responsibility to the, the church holistically when we do large scale multi-site things like our local mission trip called Hope Week, our fall retreat for high school, our winter retreat for middle school. Uh, you know, that's that's part of my being part of this team. Right. But to just finally be able to shepherd and lead the staff here, the leaders here, the interns here, uh, it, I'm excited for it. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, it's just been so neat to see, you know, how we have moved from, you know, just being a, a singular church back in 2005 to two, three, four campuses. Now even this next season where, um, you know, not just for me, but for our Troy campus altogether, uh, to be able to say, yep, this is what we're focusing on here, and to have a whole new team uh, of Central with individuals like Kim and across the board with all those ministries to say, hey, how do we do a better job yep. of equipping and resourcing those who are in the trenches, and, and a lot of times being in the trenches with them yep. throughout that, uh, just be better stewards of the opportunity God has blessed us with. And I would say, you know, you said Kim sets an ex a phenomenal example. I mean, I think she is the example. Yeah, amen. And she, she posted last night, uh, you know, on Instagram about the, um, her transition and grateful for this last season. I didn't comment, so I'll like make my comment here. Oh yeah. right? my gosh, the, here we go. The, that's no. typical Joe style though, <laughs> yeah. isn't it, Kim? Yes, He's like, it is. I'm gonna reserve the yeah. right, yeah. so. I mean, I'll still write something, yeah. but I mean like, I think we can all say that there is no better fit for that role than yeah. Kim. Yeah. Uh, I shared that yesterday with Lauren. Um, that's a name you guys won't know, but we'll know. Right. Uh, but like, I agree, there's no better fit. I see it now, even as we've talked through that, like. That, that is God's sovereignty and grace and having Kim be in this position. So I'm, I'm excited to see. And, you know, I, we pray for her because she has to, you know, corral wrangle all of that. Wrangle, yeah, wrangle, yeah, 15, 15 plus yeah. guys. Guys um, and gals. As, as leaders. And then, you know, the trickle down um, from there. And just, you know, so you guys have some context too. 
um, part of the blessing that I have had over the years is I'm traveling to a whole bunch of um, student ministries, and I can tell you um, that Joe and Kim are uh, two of the finest throughout mm. our, our country. Mm. I remind them of that often because yeah, of um, not only their character, but their competencies. Mm. Um, our camaraderie between yeah. us um, <laughs> helps a whole, much, uh, yes. whole bunch with that chemistry. Keep the alliteration going. Um, yes, but, you are speaking. Um, you know, we're, we're so thankful for Amen. them at our church here. We're grateful I want to um, I want to kind of end uh, today. We got a little bit of time left. Yeah. yeah. And um, I want you guys um, to each share. We'll kind of go back and forth about um, the toughest um, moment that you've had in oh, student wow. ministry. Um, that could maybe be a conversation with uh, mm. with parents. I got that it. That could be a uh, Kim's already going. <laughs> I got this one. Um, it could be a. Um, you know, somewhere, uh, something that you planned that just completely flopped or, uh, we can all like go <laughs> amen to that. That was oh, the yeah. worst thing that ever happened or the toughest thing. Uh, maybe it was a, a budget decision that you made last year. I had an amazing resident that bought, um, like $600 worth of watermelon unknowingly. Oh and, uh, that was, that was epic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe it was one of those things. And then I also it's want like you to talk. It's like that fine organic watermelon oh, or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Pre-cut by the pound um, per person. What person needs two pounds of watermelon a piece? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I know I paid for a whole bunch of water, um, I'm sure, within that. Yeah, that's true. But, um, and then also share one of your fondest or your greatest memories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Joe, we'll, let's bounce back to you. And you can take either one of those first um, toughest moment or greatest moment um, yeah. within there. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there are. I mean, there's 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 a long list, and even having interns, I, I'd like to take. Actually, I like to take some of those rough moments and I turn them into case studies. Yeah. I uh, change names and switch it up a little bit. Um, I've had some interns who who they themselves could be case studies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, we with our summer interns to start, I've been kind of revisiting some of those. But I, I think the the in general, like the toughest moments, are always been uh, one of my pet peeves. I hate being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think those moments in which I've had conversations in which it's like your, your motive, your intention, um, your, your, your goal, whatever it is that you want to say has just been completely skewed. Yeah. And, and because of that, your name dragged through the mud and the tension that that creates, cause as a leader, that's not what you want. Yeah. Um, and so you also, you bear that because you, there's that frustration of the misunderstanding. You bear that because you desire to also to want to grow. And you think, you know, we're always our harshest critics. You're like, what could I have done different here? And and so on. And then there's always that lingering hurt because then you want to change things, but you want to change things out of that right desire to be a better leader and not that desire to want to feel like you're appeasing someone. Yeah, that's good. So how do you balance that? So that's, those moments have always been, those are the toughest moments. I've had a handful of those throughout my years and um, Mm. that I know of. Yeah. Uh, And then I I think situations which you just find those students just broken uh, by sin. Uh, and those are always tough. And um, sometimes the, the tougher conversations aren't the ones with the students, but they are with the parents. Yeah. You know, I've, I've cried with some, some dads over the phone uh, oh, just, just going through those situations with them, the, the mm. hurt that their student found themselves in. And so those have been some of the, the tougher, tougher moments that I've, that I've seen. So, yeah. Yeah, and I would, I would go right off that too. Those moments where you're sitting in the office or making a phone call and just having to walk that with a parent or even just have a hard conversation with a student about a decision they made or even conflict in a relationship with a friendship. 
um, or just to see someone walk away from the faith. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that's tough because some of the girls or some of the guys that you've poured so much time into and come their junior, senior year or after high school and just walk, walk away. Um, I think that's hard on the heart. Um, and along with that too, is just the heart for that you have for people. Right. And, um, there's been some tough conversations that we've had to have with leaders. Um, and I think looking back, like that's one of the things that stick out to me is just how do you have a conversation with a leader that probably shouldn't be a leader anymore or Mm -hmm. that, um, because you care for them so much and you see almost the, how they're taking, not living healthy, right? Um, they're not balancing their emotional, spiritual, physical health. And how do you have that conversation and lead them along in that? Yeah. Those can be tough conversations. Yeah. Because a lot of times their heart is like they desire to, yeah. to want to serve. It comes from a good place. Yep. And so to have it to have a tough conversation I mean, a lot of times because you already have those relationships with them too. Yeah. And you love them and you care for them and you want to see what's right for them. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, now I know that, um, you know, my favorite part of podcasts are the practical things that come out of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And often as I'm listening to, um, all the different podcasts, whether it's on, on food or restaurants or, um, productivity or yeah. how I'm going to get, um, better at something or some yeah. of the other uh, ministry leaders in our circles that we all listen to, to glean off of. Um, I love the, the practical yeah. and within that, one of the things um, that I've learned is it's not necessarily always a long drawn out discussion that that leads me to something else, but it's actually um, just hearing um, from the hearts of those ministry leaders, even this, um, this week, this month, um, this season, what's working and yeah. what's not working. So to kind of wrap up our first episode um, today, would you guys yeah. each share with, um, with me one of the things that you really feel like is working in this season? And, mm. um, and just kind of let's end on a high note and say yeah. um, to everybody, hey, this is kind of our hope going forward that um, are things that we're gonna talk about, but what's something in your context within multi-site student ministry that's working right now? Yeah. You want to hit, you want to take that one or you want me to kill some time? (laughs) What do you think about it? No, I think I could take it. Um, I would start from like just the level of like small group leaders and working with students. I think that's a huge win. Um, and just the relationships and the camaraderie that's being built there right now, taking it, taking this step back and going into more of the central Um, lens and what's working right now in the midst is the fact that we have a great team and family that's established between the directors and pastors across all the campuses. I think that's so huge looking at different um, central teams that are starting to be developed is the student ministry team has kind of set the way a little bit for this because over the past five or six years we've been doing ministry multi-site well already but continually um, tweaking it so we can be more excellent in everything we do. So I think from where I stand right now, that's something I'm excited about because we can only build upon that. Right, and that's yeah. both on the field and being practitioners, being involved yes. in stuff like you know um, the multi-site events and retreats and stuff like that mm-hmm. coming together for that, as well as our programming, curriculum, those type of things. But it's also, um, as we joke, like off the field. Yeah. We have a ton of fun together. Yeah. Um, go to ball games together, hang out. Yep. Um, yep. You know, go. We just had one of our uh, uh, the guys on our team get married. Yeah. Um, you know that type of thing, and uh, we get to be a part of that. Kim, that's yeah. that's so true. Yeah. Um, definitely. Joe, what about what about you? Well, as Kim was talking, one of the things that made me think about you know she talks a lot about you know, the, that intention 
intentionality and really even that tweaking, that evaluating. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I, I had a conversation with um, a guy who used to be on staff here. I got lunch with him the other day. And as we were having that conversation, I could almost visualize where we were at five, six years ago hmm. with retreats or sermon writing or event right. planning. And then you just kind of see where you were and then where, where God's brought you to. And a lot yeah. of that is through um, that team that you have, that family atmosphere that you have, and that honest evaluation about things that allows you to improve. And so I think it's key to be able to evaluate stuff yep. because that allows you to have a better vision going forward. Because I think about summer, last year, uh, this time, I was on, or a little bit earlier, I was on a, you know, Nick Blevins podcast, yeah. and we're talking about our summer and what we do and how we ramp things up and right. everything. And um, if you were to listen to that now, and then if we were to have a conversation today about what our summer plan is, it's night and day. Yeah, hmm. um, it's changed drastically. Yeah, and, yeah, but because it's been about evaluation, uh, it's yeah. about realizing almost that effort result. You're putting a lot of effort. Um, and four years ago for our summer plan, it had a great result. You came in with a great vision for 100 days of summer, um, and it was yeah. it, it hit on every every facet that we mm -hmm. wanted it to. And we tweaked it throughout, yep. and it just, last year it was good, but it just didn't have that same result, and we put a ton of effort in it. So now we've changed it up, uh, and I think that that's practically helped us a lot to what we're doing. So, so always evaluating, always evaluating. Um, what's happening. Some, sometimes I think in multi-site ministry, that evaluation comes just by either adding a campus or um, for, some, for some churches, uh, combining campuses, things like that. Um, sometimes people in student ministry, they have you know, multiple campuses that join together for student ministry. Mm -hmm. and, um, that can just tweak everything. So always evaluating the team camaraderie yeah. plays a huge part into that yep. yeah um, that's I, so true kind of and, and when you're evaluating i think we're all like oh yeah we evaluated but like it has to go beyond like oh that was good that was fun or like those seven kids liked it like you've right. always challenged us to think creatively about that yeah. we have to be honest about it and say like we have to be willing to change and i think a lot of times you just have to say what's the what's the engine what's the win and the way that we get to that doesn't always have to look the same. But as long as we get to that same heart, but that engine is still what's moving us forward to and you know, grow together in Christ, to see more students come to know Jesus as a savior, like right. that vehicle could look differently, but that engine's what truly matters. So uh, that's all. Just be honest in your evaluating. Right, you know. right. Well, and I think what makes it um, get, get you to the next point is for the team to have the vision all together like the same purpose right like you're talking about we're evaluating we're moving towards excellent but we're all on the same page yeah as yeah. a team yeah. so as a team we can come sit down and have those honest conversations which is, is so important and that's what i think that's part of the heart behind this podcast right you know mm -hmm. you mentioned it earlier there's not a lot out there about multi-segment there's a ton about student ministry yeah. but you and i have seen more and more where like churches are going to multi-site and a lot of times people think multi-site they do think like like large scale um, churches, thousand plus people, but even our context and what the conversations that we're having with other people is that, you know, it, it might be all shapes and sizes, right. just like Woodside is. And so we know that with that, as your team grows, as you're looking at resources and games and retreats and mm -hmm. getting on the same page and evaluating, there's, there's so much that um, God has taught us that we, we don't have all the answers. Um, we're hoping to learn from people throughout this. Uh, but that's really the heart of it is that let's have a conversation uh, about what we've learned, about what you've learned as yeah. we look to, to do this ministry, this multi-site ministry, the best that we can. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Well, hey, as we come to an end of episode number one of our multi-multi um, podcast, um, we couldn't be more excited for yes. you guys to be joining in, all three of you probably at this point. <laughs> um, but our you spouses. Can, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetheart, thank you yeah. for that retweet. Yeah. But you guys can help us. You know, our desire within this is, again, to be a resource for the church. Amen. So would you help us by um, telling your friends in um, the mm-hmm. multi-site uh, ministry a- arena, that yeah. platform. Would you um, tweet? Joe, will you share uh, our socials with them real quick? Yeah, on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. It's all multi-multi-podcast. That awesome. is what it is. So subscribe to this, share it as uh, as EJ has said, and we have got, um, we've even talked about some strategy for what we want to do for, for Instagram and for Twitter and so on. You know, we want to be where you guys are at. We want to interact with you guys. We want to hear from you guys what it is that you want to talk about um, so that we can, again, just sharpen and edify one another throughout this. So, yeah. Most definitely. Well, hey, thanks for joining for us today. We hope you guys have a blessed day. We look forward to chatting with you next time. See you Bye. later.